Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I want to take a minute and thank our newest sponsor and partner, Dubby Energy. And while I'm doing that, I want to ask you a question. Are you like me and trying to find that pick-me-up throughout the day or just trying to find a way to get yourself going when you wake up in the morning? Well, then look no further because I'm about to give you my exclusive code to Dubby Energy. And if you don't know what Dubby Energy is, let me fill you in a little bit. It's a natural energy drink that doesn't have the crash, doesn't have the jitters. It's keto friendly and it has all the good ingredients that your body needs to help on focus, getting energy and keeping going throughout the day. And you don't have to worry about the crashes or the jitters at the end of it. I've started using it and God almighty do I notice a big difference. My focus is where it needs to be. My concentration is on point and I am absolutely crushing it in my workouts and it's helping me on those long road trips to wrestling shows too. Because you know, as a traveling world television champion, I'm all over the place. I've got husband responsibilities. I've got dad responsibilities. I've got everything going on and this stuff helps me get through it all. So if you want to try it for yourself, use my exclusive code, Glenn Hendricks, all one word, and use the link in my show notes below to go check out W Energy and get some for yourself feel as amazing as I'm feeling right now and you won't be disappointed and I know you hear me all right welcome back everybody to another episode of the Flynn Hendricks experience where you are going to take a deep deep dive into the complex maybe scary world that is my mind and boy oh boy am I glad that I took my dubby before we got started on this one because this is going to be a little bit of an emotional tirade and I'm going to go ahead and say it right now all views expressed in this are strictly those of my own none of any of the promotions that I work for or any of the promoters that I'm associated with or even my business associates but saying all that if you want to have the feelings that I have to power through this emotional tirade get through this cloud of haziness and self-doubt and wondering if you're making the right decisions and you want to have some good intense workouts you want to have a great laser focus without having the jittery side effects that you would get from a high dose of caffeine or a pre-workout, then you definitely need to try some Dubby. And they have got some great new flavors that have come out. Uh, 
personally, the Dub Sludge is one of my favorites. I would definitely recommend trying that one. And if you do want to try it out, check the show notes below because I'm going to get you 10% off with my code, Flynn Hendricks. So I want you to give it a try. I know some of my listeners already have. They've been telling me about how they like it. Some of them have worked third shift and it's gotten them through that quick and easy. I mean, guys, come on, what do you have to lose? It's got a coffee bean extract and it is an all-natural pre-workout and caffeine supplement that will get you through without the jitters but give you that laser focus. And it's helped me up my deadlifts, guys. That's one of the hardest lifts that I do. And it's getting me closer to getting back to that 405 lift. So, I mean, we're getting there week by week, but... Man, I I can't sing Dubby's praises enough, and I can't thank them for sponsoring us. So I want you to go give it a try, too. So check the show notes below and use that code Flynn Hendricks and get yourself 10% off your purchase. And I know you hear me on that. But now, oh boy, this is where we are going to pull the curtain back a little bit. We're going to get raw. I'm going to express my true feelings. I'm going to withhold names and places and promotions and all that unless I feel like they just deserve to be looked at in a positive or absolutely negative light and nobody should ever work there um but this is just I'm in a weird phase in my life let's go ahead and start this out right now you know everybody knows for the last the majority of the last 10 years I was at the same job uh one of the top performers there top trainers Basically a manager without the title, and they refused to give me the title, uh, refused to give me the pay promotion, would take my application out of, you know, interviewing processes with no word, no heads up, no reason why, and would string me along on everything else, breaking company policies that they literally just trained me on, not thinking I would say anything, and I got tired of it, so I left, Um, and I guess... Me being the, trying to be the ever a delusional optimist that I wish I was, expected these feelings of negativity and stress in the workplace and just leaving it all at the door, I expected all that to just go away at that time. It didn't. Matter of fact, I'm still dealing with it. And as a matter of fact, um, I ended up leaving another job as we are, as I'm recording this that I was at for a year that was in a very similar field, very similar situation. Um, I was told that I would be moving into a promotion that would give me a better chance to provide financially for my family, that would be very beneficial for the company given my sales background, my service background and everything, and ended up being told, hey, um, well, actually, I wasn't even told. I was kind of pressured, hey, have you considered looking at this position that would not use any of my skills, any of my strengths, and basically I was looked over for two uh, other reps that had no sales experience to my knowledge that were only getting this consideration because they were a little bit more tenured than me. One for, I believe, 20 years or so, and then another who was only there a year longer than me, but again, when I came from one of their biggest competitors, and was told I would like to utilize that background, this position is going to be yours in January, and now I find out that it's been promised to two other people, and they want me to fill one of theirs, I I gave notice. I started looking elsewhere. I got an interview for another good company. Things went great. I even got an email to... um, Let's see, how can I say this? I got an email asking for my availability to come back and interview with the regional and district managers of this company in the same day. So I shot my availability over and 
what do I get? I get an automated rejection email. So I reach back out and say, should I ignore this? Was this sent an error? And then come to find out there was just no communication on their end and I'm kind of left with my thumb up my ass. Ugh, I don't know. It, it's it's a strange time that we're in. I'm looking at other opportunities and the thing is when you see these things online that look like they would be a good fit or they look like they would also give you a good salary to provide for your family and help you finally pay off those medical bills from the shit show that was 2022. Yeah. <sighs> It's it's absolutely nothing like that. The salaries that they post online are nothing like that. They're 20, 30,000 below or they want you to be hourly instead of salary and just all this stupid stuff, man. So it's just uh, it's um it's it's a strange time. It's a very strange time for me and I guess this is kind of my emotional therapy because I can't seem to Find a therapist that will stick around, let alone answer an email to take a new patient. So, I'm just going to vent to you guys about a lot of things. And, you know, at this point, too, I did take another sales job, and it just, it, it doesn't feel right. I think at the time, I was just hopeful to have a reason to get away from where I was at, and I looked at it more for the money amount than what I would actually have to be doing, not knowing there was going to be a lot of things that I have no clue about going into this, and yeah. So now I'm kind of stuck trying to figure out what to do there, hoping these other interviews may pan out, and give me a chance to, you know, more than anything, provide better for my family, get better financial stability, and then on top of that too, support my son's baseball passions, and then also my entertainment passions outside of this. Um... So if you want to buy a t-shirt, here's a cheap plug, or you want to buy some merch or collectibles off my website, go to theflynnhendrix.com. And on top of that, too, even though I'm trying to pay bills, 10% of every sale is going to go to both the Nashville Humane Association and St. Jude's because I give monthly donations to both, and any purchases made will be added to those so that you know you're not only going to you know help me out and get some cool merch at the same time, but you're also going to help out kids and families in need, and you're going to help out, you know, abandoned, neglected, abused fur babies that deserve all the love in the world and deserve a second chance and to know they're loved. And it just, it, it sounds like a win-win to me, but I know times are, you know, kind of tough for everybody. So if you can't, I get it. If you can, please feel free to do so. And, you know, if you can't, share the word around. I would love to keep this going, especially now that we're on the Rum Runners Podcast Network, which... God knows they've got a lot of different audio content on here, and I found myself listening to a lot of that to just get myself through the day, and I'm not disappointed, so I don't think you will be either. So let's keep those numbers growing, and let's just try to support everybody best we can, whether it's word of mouth, making a purchase and supporting the small business, or just hitting that subscribe button. More than anything, it all helps. But um, back to your regularly scheduled tirade. So on top of that, too, you know, I've had some great acting opportunities come up this year. Um, and as a matter of fact, as I'm recording this, one of the movies that I was in called uh, Jingle Smells that is going to be coming out on Thanksgiving Day on the Rumble Network and app, uh, that was probably the most fun I've ever had on a movie set, to be completely honest. And, um, you know, that's one that's going to be pretty cool because my name is going to be up there next to the likes of uh, Eric Roberts who I became a fan of again after seeing him on the second season of The Righteous Gemstones. Uh, John Schneider's going to be on there. Jim Brewer, who I absolutely loved in Half-Baked. I mean, 
it's got a who's who up there, and I got to give a huge shout out to uh, Logan Seculo for hooking me up with that and choosing me to be one of the guys involved because I actually ended up getting to help um, Cowboy James Storm, who people may know from the TNA Impact days of his professional wrestling career, who is also one of the actors in the movie, along with uh, Dylan Postel, known as Hornswoggle. He and I kind of choreographed these fight scenes for his character, and I was one of the villains that he fought in both. And I kind of got to help choreograph those fight scenes, and we'll get to see how they play out, even if they may be like a little flash on screen. Here's to hoping that it's something bigger. But, I mean, the, the fact that I get my name in that and I get to work with this guy who I haven't seen in six years and I've only worked with in a you know a six-man tag match situation and we didn't exactly get off on the right foot either of the last few shows we were on together... Um, whether he remembers it or not, I do, but, you know, we, we got off on a much better foot there, and I'm looking forward to seeing how it turns out and hoping that it leads to more. But at the same time, too, I, I'm i getting these great opportunities um, wrestling-wise. Like, I've gotten to wrestle for this promotion in Southern Illinois called SICW. It's an absolutely fantastic promotion that I cannot encourage people to check out enough. Um, I've gotten to take my AIWF World Television Championship up there and defend it twice against um, a guy named Gil Rogers, who you may also know as Rapid Delivery Rory Fox. Um, most famously, got his gear destroyed on national TV and was bare-ass exposed uh, by Matt Cardona, then as Zack Ryder. Didn't find out until today as I'm recording this, like three days after our last match, that that's who that guy was. But, I mean, absolutely crazy, crazy small world. But, um, you know, getting these absolutely awesome opportunities, getting to work with some insanely talented people I probably never would have had the opportunity to, and even getting my name in the hat to become the AIWF World Heavyweight Champion. Like, I'm the number one contender based off their rankings, which people will have their say-so on, is it real, is it, is it fake, or is it state, you know, whatever. Um, Just... To me, that's a big damn deal because I I was always told I was never going to amount to anything. I was always made fun of for wanting to become a wrestler. And just to even have a traveling championship for a promotion that is, you know, represented across 32 countries, uh, six continents, and all these promotions, I believe it's over 103 promotions total. You know, like that's a, that's a big damn deal. Now, whether or not I'm going to get to travel to all of them because of whether or not they want to pay or however that works out, Different story, but the fact that I can say that I was a world television champion, like guys I've looked up to, like William Regal, Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard, like these who's who of guys, and I'm getting to do that, and I'm making a lot of noise with that title, and people are interviewing me, I'm getting to do these shows, and I'm getting to go work with newer talent, which is still so weird to me because, you know, as I'm recording this, I'm just about a week or so away from my 16th anniversary of my first wrestling match, so, you know, and I've had people tell me, too, like, you're a veteran now, and it, it blows my mind, because I don't feel like I'm one of the older guys in the locker room, but when I look around and see, like, a lot of these kids were six, seven, eight years old when I was having my first match, and here I am working with them and guiding them and <sighs> realizing I need to put my foot down more, and I just, that blows my mind, and... I hate to say that, you know, like there's a there's a chip on my shoulder and that I'm getting a little bit more full of piss and vinegar, but it, it it's getting to that point because I mean this whether I want to admit it or not, 
professional wrestling, acting, anything you do like that takes you away from your family causes, you know, causes stress, causes tension. It takes a toll. And my wife has put her foot down multiple times. We've come out on the other side of it. And I took on a lot of bookings when I probably should have, you know, done it the smart way and gone slowly when I got this championship. But I was just gung-ho on, okay, now's my chance to finally fucking prove something. All right, everybody, I want to take a quick pause here just to fill you in on a little bit of new information and happenings with the I Know You Hear Me podcast. Not only did we bring Dubby Energy on as our partner, but we also joined the Rum Runners Podcast Network. And if you like this show, let me go ahead and tell you you're going to like all the other shows in the family of Rum Runners. They've got something for everybody, almost like this podcast. They've got comedy podcasts, paranormal and true crime podcasts, pop culture, lifestyle, health and fitness. You want it, they got it, just like this show, and we are happy to be a part of the Rum Runners family. So go check out the show notes, click on the links down there, and go check out these other shows and support them just like you support us. And then go over to the Dubby Energy link and use code Flynn Hendricks for 10% off and get yourself some jitterless pre-workout with all natural ingredients. And I know you hear me. Things didn't work out with me getting the UCW Ultimate Championship. That's not out of the question yet. But, um, you know, a lot of stuff there that we won't get into. Maybe you can go back and dig into some previous episodes. But uh, that's going on. That's gone on, you know. Um, and there's a lot of <sighs> bullshit that sometimes makes me wonder why I even left home. Um, it, it just, uh, it, it's getting to a point where, you know, I would love for everybody, and I'm not saying this with any... <sighs> I'm trying to think of the best way to say this because this may offend some people. I want everybody to say they had a chance to live their dreams and hopefully live their dreams. But just because it is your dream doesn't mean you're cut out for this. Because I've... I say this, and it's not something that I say to brag. It's not something I say to hype my own ego. But it's something that I take with a point of pride. Because people have told me, you look like you belong in a wrestling ring. Or people that I don't even know and have a conversation with in public will say, you you look like you're built like a wrestler. Or I've even had people that are experienced veterans in the business tell me, hey, you look like, you remind me so much of a young Arn Anderson, which is a huge, huge fucking compliment to me. And I take that seriously because I've, I've made a lot of sacrifices to get to where I am now, whether I'm the best or not, whether I'm the best looking or not. You know, do I have the best set of abs? No. Do I do the flashiest moves? No. But, I mean, you can say that the majority of the stuff I do looks real. And if I can't make it look good, or if I can't do it safely, I don't do it. And that's something that I wish more people would do, and they would keep things simple so that the audience can relate, because simplicity and storytelling still works in the wrestling business. It works in movies. It works in entertainment. It works everywhere because if you've got five or six things going on as I've gotten older I've realized it's hard to process more than one thing at a time if I hear three noises at once if my kid's trying to talk to me the TV's going and then my other son starts trying to talk to me I cannot process it all at once and I get frustrated and angry because I'm trying to listen to each thing because both of my sons talking is important but I can't I can't cipher out one thing or the other so imagine being a wrestling fan and you see a guy that's doing all these moves back to back to back to back before the other guy even gets knocked down. What do you respond to? What do you react to? Whereas you see a guy who is clearly a little bit bigger than his opponent, 
who is backing away in a corner, takes an absolutely cheap shot and kicks him in the knee to get an advantage, you can relate to that because that's a bully. You can relate to a punch in the face because chances are you've punched somebody or you have been punched. And that's kind of what I what I base my psychology and my move set off of. Realistic stuff. I'm five foot seven. Right now I'm 204 pounds. I dropped a lot of weight and then stress has brought it right back up, but here we are. Um, but I can, you know, I could go in there and I could pick up guys that are probably 300 pounds or more. I've done it before. Does it always make sense to do? No. But I mean, sometimes did I do it just to appease my own ego? Yes. Just to say I could do it. But, you know, I'm not Brock Lesnar. I'm not a guy like that. More than anything, I'm a guy that is, by all accounts, a cruiserweight weight, but I'm a bigger guy compared to all the other guys I'm working. I'm thicker. I'm stockier. Maybe they're a little bit taller, but I weigh more than them. But the thing of the matter is, it's getting to a point where there are certain people that are professional wrestlers, and they're getting outnumbered by people that are playing professional wrestlers. And what I mean by that is there are people that do not dedicate themselves to this craft. They do not make the sacrifices. They do not invest in gear. They do not invest in going to a gym. They do not invest in studying matches. They do not invest in honing their craft. They do not invest in getting better. They're okay with wrestling maybe once or twice a month in the same place, five minutes from their house, and telling their friends they're a professional wrestler. And I say wrestler because most of it's in these country-ass places. But... Here's me, 16 years in. I'm 34 years old. Does my wife love professional wrestling? Absolutely not. Does she understand why I enjoy it? No. Do I understand why I enjoy it? Fuck no, but I do it anyway. But the fact of the matter is, I look at it as something that I enjoy doing. It is a passion. It is an outlet for me to express myself. Just like acting is. Just like voiceover is. Just like improv is. I mean, it's... It all ties in together. It has helped me hone my character development and believe in what I'm doing to the point where my character and my ring work just stick out more than what most of these other people are doing. There's a small handful of people who do it just as good, if not better than me, on some of these shows, but the majority of these guys think it's cool to just say they're a wrestler. You try to help them, and they don't stay dedicated. They don't, they just, they, they, they backstep. They take one step forward, five steps back. And it's just absolutely fucking frustrating. And again, I don't say it to hurt feelings. I don't say it to burn bridges, but it's to the point now where I'm not going to let my brand get damaged trying to make you look like a star when you're not bringing your own self to the table. I'm not going to drag myself down. I've tried to help elevate you. I have tried to bring you to a different level and you can't stay dedicated. You say you get hurt. You don't know how to feed for something, so if I'm going to give you an uppercut, you put your face in the way where it shouldn't be and what happens? And then you mess up something that we had planned that was a crucial portion of the match. The one thing we had planned and you mess it up. And that just, I'm done with that stuff. Because if I'm driving two or three hours away from my family, if I'm leaving immediately after one of my son's birthday parties, actually I did that twice in a row, If I'm doing that, and then you're coming up here and 
just not putting your all into what should be the biggest angle on that show and what was when it was a different situation. <sighs> as much as I like you as a person, I am... I, I, we could be the best friends in the back, but I cannot do this shit. It just, it, it absolutely fucking frustrates me because I have goals of wanting to get to the next level, not only because it's what I want to do and what I enjoy doing, but because it's a better chance to financially provide for my family and give them the life that I think they deserve. But here you are playing and not taking it seriously. And this isn't just to one person in particular. This is to a fucking group of people. And to the people that will sit around and say, oh, I can't put so-and-so over, or he can't put so-and-so over, he's this, he's that. Let me tell you something. It doesn't fucking matter if you know what you're doing. Case in point, when I first broke in, within my first year, I went to a promotion where the majority of the guys did not even have fucking ring gear. Nothing but guys that said they were trained in the backyard and they were trained right. Guys that looked like they should be in Red Cross commercials begging for food donations. And they're sitting there telling me in the back that they can't put me over in a match or they can't let me tap them out with a submission because it would make them look weak. Well, when I wasn't even in the best shape there and I was bigger than you, it wouldn't make you look weak, you stupid motherfucker. Um, and it still won't now. If it's done correctly and you have talent that knows what they're doing and you have a booker that knows how to structure it, anything can be done. And I know I'm pulling a lot behind the curtain here, but like I said, this is a rant and this is just me getting all this off my chest. So tell me why my third show at this company, I go in in a tag match where the stipulation is whoever gets the pinfall Whichever of these champions gets the pinfall or whoever's team wins is going to be in a higher consideration for the AIWF World Heavyweight Championship. I'm already the television champion, technically the third tier champion of this company, but here I am, the number one ranked opponent for the World Heavyweight Champion. That match is happening in January as I'm recording this, and the guy I'm tagging with, hell of a talented guy, the two guys we're facing are both bigger than us. I go in there, I get thrown around by them as I should because one was over 300 pounds, the other is north of 250, but guess what? Guess who had no problem putting us over? But you're telling me a 130-pound guy soaking wet can't put anybody over because it would make him look weak when the two top champions of a company that are huge guys that look like they could knock somebody flat on their ass in a bar had no problem doing it get your head out of your fucking ass and quit playing ego if you can't lose without being protected then you don't know what you're doing you don't know how to be in you don't need to be in you need to be buying a fucking ticket and sitting in the front row more than anything else and that's the problem these days it's just I'm not saying what happened with wrestling back in the day where they would break somebody's leg to test them was right by all means. No, you could get sued for that now. You could end somebody's livelihood that way. But when you can't even come in the ring and take a basic bump safely, what good does it do? What does that do for the paying fan that may not bring their family back next month and there's five empty seats now because you 
didn't know what you were doing and took the value of the showdown. Where is that? I don't know. And I feel like I've just, I've, I've gone too far off the rails here, so I'm going to reel it back in. But that's just, what I'll say is this, right? And this even goes to, to voiceover and voice acting, where I see posts every day, or I've even had people give me the old classic line, hey, I can do voices. Can I be a voice actor? I can imitate this person. I can do that. Okay, that's all well and good, but can you act? You know, voiceover and voice acting is more than just a voice. It is the acting behind the voice. You have to emote. You have to convey the emotion, whether it's a commercial script, whether it's an audiobook narration, whether it's a character. If you can't put yourself in that situation and then maybe bring a voice to it or use your own natural voice, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, you may entertain your family, you may entertain your friend or your friends, but that is not a true professional. And if you're going to do this, dedicate yourself to it. Realize you're going to have to make sacrifices. Realize that there are going to be long days or shorter time with the family. It may be near impossible to make wrestling work with a family or even acting sometimes, but if you want it bad enough, you will make it work. You will sacrifice. And if you are driven enough, you can make something work, whether it's what you want or not. I've been rejected by WWE at least 20 times this year. I had to turn down an offer to be at a set of tapings for Impact and the NWA this year. Does that mean I'm going to give up? No, I'm going to keep trying. I am dedicated to this. I am 16 years deep. I have spent more money on gear and training and same with voiceover, on equipment, on classes, on sessions with private instructors. I have dedicated and invested myself to this so that I can be at my very best and look my very best. Anywhere I go, I take pride in that. I don't want to look like the guy standing next to me. I don't want to look like the guy sitting in the front row. I don't want to sound or act like the guy sitting right next to me. I want to stand out and be different. I want my brand to mean something. I want my brand to be valuable. And that's what anyone who's ever wanted to do this should strive to be as well. And I guess that's kind of what I'm getting to at the end of the day, guys, is if you're going to do something, dedicate yourself to it. Have a bit of an ego to know that you are good at what you do if you are really good, but don't let that ego distract you from getting better or taking fair criticism. If I suck, I want somebody to tell me I suck, whether it's flat out saying you fucking suck or, hey, I like what you did, but have you considered doing it this way to get a better effect? Or maybe try reading that line with this emotion, like you're talking to your son and he's very upset. I would rather have that instead of just having somebody tell me, oh yeah, that's good, that's good. You didn't even watch my match. You didn't even watch my scene. You didn't do any of that. So, dedicate yourself. Get some thick skin and be able to just be ready at a moment's notice and know that, God, I mean, if people are coming to see you You need to know that you deserve to be there. You've earned that. You've gone through training. You've done this. You've done that. You bumped your ass off and learned psychology, learned the basics, and now you deserve to be in that ring. If somebody's offering you a ring to show up and train in, show the fuck up. Don't just go out there and play because that's how you get hurt or that's how somebody else gets hurt and then they don't go home the same to their family. And if you don't realize that, you don't need to be in. If you don't realize that you know, voiceover, voice acting is more than just a funny fucking voice, that it's little V, big A acting, 
you don't need to be in. Because the acting world is already hard enough with everything that's going on with the SAG strike and wanting to use AI to take people's jobs. I mean, as if it wasn't hard enough already, there's that. So, this shit does not need to be in there either. Like, I... Again, I said this may be a, a harsh episode today, but it's just a rant that I've dealt with because I have worked too damn hard and sacrificed too much time away from my family, put my body through so much, and burned myself out on so many occasions trying to get to that next level and not allowing myself to be in the moment and enjoy my own success to get here. And I want it more than anything. I want to leave everything better than I found it. But there are people in here that just think that they're doing the right thing or know that they're not doing the right thing, but they're okay with it because they got to skirt by and and do that. And I feel like it's... You can be friends with somebody, but sometimes business has to come first. And I think that's what it all comes down to. And I think on that note, I'm going to end this. And next week, we'll be back with a more positive topic. Um... This was just kind of my state of the union for where I'm at right now, mentally, physically, and just kind of letting it all out so that I don't go to bed a bitter asshole tonight, which I probably still will, but I'm going to go take the rest of my frustrations out in a jog and then go sit in the sauna and get the rest of the W out of my system. So anyway, guys, if you've survived this rant so far and you haven't already, please make sure that you go hit the subscribe button. Check the links below. Get yourself some W. Use my code Flint Hendricks for 10% off. If you are financially inclined to do so, feel free to check the link tree and make a donation or even go to my website. Get yourself some cool merch, some cool collectibles, and then know that 10% of it is going to go to the St. Jude Association or the Nashville Humane Association, like I said earlier. And to boot on top of that, man, you're just you're supporting a good show. Word of mouth helps as well. Following on social media helps and everything just goes a long way because I want to keep bringing these shows to you. I want to keep having awesome topics and awesome guests and I want you guys to keep tuning in and knowing that you're referring a good show, referring a guy that really loves what he's doing and that he enjoys bringing this quality, this, I can't even get my words out now. I guess I got to get angry again. That enjoys bringing this quality audio content to you and giving you a look into his life, his struggles, and he's doing it from a place of no bullshit, and I may take the tone up a little bit to exaggerate or make it entertaining, but it's all coming from a place of reality, because I'm a very passionate person. I'm very all or nothing when I probably need to find that happy medium, but we're still working on that. We're humans, and... It's a day-by-day -day process, but you get where I'm going with that, guys. But the fact of the matter is, I enjoy doing this show. I appreciate y'all tuning in. The fact that you've done it this long has just been an absolute mind-blowing experience to me that you guys enjoy what I'm doing. I see the numbers, and I see the areas where we are, and it blows my mind that I still have people listening in certain parts of the world. But I can't say that I appreciate you guys enough, because I really do, and... Like I said, on that note, we're going to call it a day. We are going to be back next week with another quality guest. Maybe some more positive content. But either way, it's going to be another awesome episode. So do all that stuff that I just asked you to do. Be good to yourself. Give yourself a break. And make sure you're back here next week for another awesome episode of the I Know You Hear Me podcast with yours truly, the AIWF World Television Champion, Hollywood Flynn Hendricks, and man, oh man, do I know you hear me.
The I Know You Hear Me podcast is a presentation of Flynn Hendricks Enterprises. We thank you for tuning in this week, and we hope you'll check out our sponsors and advertisers. Make sure you check us out next week as we come back at the same time with another awesome episode.